Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, yeah, we're broken. We're absolutely broken. Thank you, Jonathan, for playing that song as apropos. Because the question we have for this half hour, why are we paying so much more for everything? Everything. And they simply say to us one word, inflation. Well, it's a 30-year high. A 30, it's at a 30-year high. So when will prices drop, and how will it affect holiday shopping? We're going to find out about that and the Christmas creep from Mark Bergen, the James D. Watkins Chair in Marketing at the Carlson School of Management. His research focuses on pricing and channels of distribution, where he has studied issues such as pricing as a strategic capability. Let me say that again. As a strategic capability, price wars, pricing as truces, and how AI can help companies set prices more ethically. Welcome to WCCO, sir. Really great to have you, Mark. Oh, it's my pleasure. Okay. First of all, when it comes to inflation, it is a man-made thing, right? It's well, it, <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, okay. Oh. For us, it's, it's just brand new. It's something that we haven't had, as you mentioned, for 30 years. In fact, going back 40 years was the last really high inflation even beyond it. So it's something that, uh, that we're just not, we haven't had to think about or had to look at as it goes. So, uh, yeah, it's, but it's, it's I, I, when you say man-made, to me it's kind of part of a perfect storm of a lot of, uh, you know, supply constraints, delivery constraints, cost increases, uh, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of uh, just factors going on right now that are causing these costs to go up, which are then causing the prices to go up. And they call that a cost price spiral that tends to feed inflation. Okay, so that's man-made, period. Right? That's man-made. And so if it's going to be something that we decide needs to happen, because that's what it always feels like to me. Inflation feels like, oh, it's time for inflation. <laughs> or it's time, it's time for us to do this thing, to correct this thing over here. So tell me, what does it really mean to the average American when, it, when someone says to us, hey, inflation is happening right now, and we got to wait. we got to wait till it corrects itself. What does that all mean to the average American? Yeah, I, I think to all of us, we've been able to live for the last 30 years with very stable prices. So we could go shopping, we could figure out what something cost, we could make trade-offs across different things we'd want to spend on. And what inflation does is it just puts all that, it kind of makes it uncertain, and it makes it dynamic, it makes it change. And so the biggest thing, what it means for us in, in these markets, is that we have to start paying attention to prices now. 
and trying to figure out what's changing by how much and what that effect is going to have on our budgets and our spending and our choices. Uh, for me, I kind of call it the term inflation literacy. And we haven't had to be literate for the last 30 years, but I would argue that now is the time for all of us to become literate on inflation and be able to figure out how to navigate this kind of new world as prices adjust. So where do we, where do we begin? Well, the first we can begin is by starting to, as I said, just pay attention. As you notice, the prices are going up in all these ways. You hear this average number of inflation, but different products and different markets move at different paces. That means we're going to have to spend a little more time shopping, looking at these things, and kind of seeing what's going on in the marketplace. Um, I think the second thing is we need to look at our budgets. Because what will happen with inflation is prices will go up, but then uh, wages should go up as well. But to the degree that the wages are following slower, what you've got to do is kind of figure out the way inflation is affecting what you can purchase. And so what you want to think about is uh, you could think of inflation as a tax that's slowly eroding away your spending power, your assets, your wages as they stand. And what you need to do is both think about that in terms of how you spend what you'll spend on, as well as trying to make sure that you get cost of living increases in your wages and make sure that your assets aren't, aren't in cash or fixed rate, uh, fixed rate you know, uh, investments that would put you at risk to inflation. So how does inflation live within the capitalist model? Well, essentially inflation is, as costs go up, then prices go up to follow. So in this case, you've, got, you've had uh, labor costs, commodity costs. The demand for those has gone way up while the supply of them has been constrained by supply chain constraints and other issues. Um, add to that a lot of government spending with deficit spending for good reason, not just here but across the world. And so you have a lot of money, a lot of people chasing a smaller number of goods and services so then the prices start to rise. So it's, they talk about it as supply and demand, as kind of markets working. And uh, again, we've been lucky enough to be stable for a long time. Many countries live with moderate levels of inflation for long periods of time. And we can too. We just need to know how to, we need to pay attention and know how to adjust. So it really is, it's on our shoulders, we the people to make sure that inflation is in control because we are the ones that make that decision. We are the ones that decide, okay, it's time for us to buy more instead of buying less so that inflation doesn't get out of control. You know, absolutely. We, we have to react to it and live with it. Again, I don't know how much control we have. So to the degree, you know, take something like COVID that, you know, came in and really affected demand or take the, supply constraints you have with delivery and logistics, those are things that you and I don't have much control on. Essentially, that's just raising the cost so high for the firms that they're going to need to adjust their prices to, to just pass that through and to, to also survive themselves during these difficult times. So I don't, I don't, I don't know if I'd use the word control, but I, I do use this word literacy, this idea of know what inflation is, know how it affects your budget, know how to find out about prices, and, again, know how to make sure that your wages, your 
assets and other things are inflation protected so that we can better navigate you know, these difficult financial times. What if we don't have any assets? Well, that's, that's something that worries me because I do think inflation is a tax. It harms the people who have those limited incomes in other areas. Those would be places that I think we'd want to be making sure that they get the appropriate support. And so that would mean that their sources of income and their support are adjusted to inflation. Um, and I think those are places where, where, again, I would urge us to emphasize inflation literacy, how to think about looking at their budgets and finding ways to navigate this, to, to be able to kind of successfully have it not impact not impact too many of the essential needs and things they need to get to get by. It is quite remarkable how this keeps coming around, of course, in the, in the world of America, right, in the United States. It just keeps coming around. Is it affecting other countries the same way at the same time? Yes, it is happening in Europe. It's happening in South America. It's happening in Asia. Uh, and so I think, you, you, and, and that actually adds the inflation, is that, You've got, you've got all this happening across a lot of places globally. Um, and again, I think the thing I would say here is we've been through some very hard times, but we haven't been through inflation. And so interestingly, people in a lot of other countries are more used to this and kind of already know what to do. For us, it's brand new, which is all the prices rising at this high a level. It's been at about 1% or 2% for 30 years. So you and I could just use the prices we knew from our shopping and make trade-offs. Now that's all going to change. Okay, so then where do we go from here? If we say that inflation is happening, okay, we're screaming it at the top of our voices, now what do we do? You told us to make sure that we're paying attention to our assets, make sure that we're staying on top of it, we're watching the whole thing unfold. And the more knowledge we have, or as you put it, put it, literacy we have about inflation, we're better for it, right? We get it. Those of us that don't get it, I would say would probably be the majority of Americans that don't get inflation. Do you agree? I do, which is why I think it's so important that we're talking about it now. Yes. Okay. So what's the first thing we should do to try to learn about inflation that, that could actually help my household, right? right? What should I do? No. So, so, so let me get a couple suggestions. First of all, go out and reshop and pay careful attention to the prices I wasn't, and I just went out recently and was looking at some things, and I, the level of the changes varied by different products, varied at different stores. And so the first thing to be aware of is inflation means you have to go out and spend some time and effort shopping and understanding what's changing in the market and what isn't. Then as you make your own choices, that can help you understand what you might do to stretch your dollars in your budget that are being slowly kind of eaten away by inflation. Can you buy smaller sizes? Uh, can you buy store brands? Uh, can you buy main items, like like a, a gift of a doll for a, for a, a Christmas present, but maybe fewer dresses or shoes or other accessories? Um, and so you would do that on the spending side. And on the, on the asset side, you should immediately be talking to your employers about the cost of adjustment and doing everything you can to get your wages to adjust to it. And you should be looking at your assets because cash or anything you have at a fixed interest rate loses value with inflation. 
And so most people who've been through inflation move from cash to stuff. They tend to own assets. Um, there's a study that shows that people that have been through what 1% higher inflation rates are 6% uh, more likely to buy a house. So think about putting things in things that could, that could hold their value as the price mm-hmm. levels change. Okay, you mentioned going to your employer. Can you give me more clarity on that? Yeah, I mean, the, the clarity would be, especially as we start to see these numbers, we just saw what uh, over it was 6.2%, over 5%. Now's a good time to get back to your employer and say these inflation rates haven't been high before, but they're high enough now that we should be talking about are there ways that you can help me adjust my income to it? In For example? Well, in countries that have very high inflation rates, they index their wages to the CPI. So now, of course, that's a big structural thing. For example, just going in and saying, you know, can I get an increase to cover the cost of living adjustments that I'm facing? And especially, as you said, for people where that budget is binding and and times are tough. Oh, my goodness. It seems so confusing so, for so many of us. It's almost like we should put on television at a certain time. You can't watch anything else on television except learn this class about inflation because that is what's going to help us. I just went to a gas station. You talked about goods and services. You know, I'm, I'm at one gas station, and that gas station is, you know, prolific. It's all over the state of Minnesota, especially in the Twin Cities, right? I go to this gas station. It's $3.54 for regular. Yeah, no. $3.54. Is that called inflation? Uh, Or does that just call, does that just, you know, you're stealing, you're pilfering. I mean, come on. $3.54. How many families can handle that? Well, no, no. And again, each industry will will move in its own way. Um, um, So, you know, you're right that these prices are hard for us to handle, but. As, as I'm listen, hearing what you're saying, the two things I call out are, one, that uh, I do think education is going to be part of the key, which is why I think your show talking about it tonight is going to be great. I hope it doesn't force us to all watch a TV show on inflation and one forced in one evening. But being aware that it's here and that education can help, I think, is important. The second thing is these companies are facing cost increases that are often... 10, 20, 25% higher than they've had before. Most of the managers I talk to don't want to be doing this, these higher price increases. They're essentially being forced to as their costs increase as well, and they're trying to keep their companies afloat and keep their businesses going. So I think it is really hard on us as consumers. I think it's really hard on firms. It's just a, it's just a, a difficult time. Um, what's interesting to me is that inflation happens to appear often during the holidays, um, and that's really hard. When we start hearing that word inflation, people want to pull away a bit financially and say, maybe I shouldn't spend the money I plan to spend. You know, Maybe they wrote down, I want to spend $1,500 for the holidays, and all of a sudden now we hear this word inflation. Those people may be encouraged to pull back and go, maybe I'm only going to spend $400. That, too, encourages inflation. Am I correct? If we pull away? Well, you, you, you highlight a really big issue for these companies. They have all these huge cost increases, and they desperately need to make their sales, for many of them, during this holiday season. 
So traditionally during the season, we'd see a lot more discounts and lower prices trying to get you in the store to get you to spend that $1,500 that you, that you put out there. I think businesses and, and others are extremely concerned that people will pull back because of inflation, and that'll cause them to lower their holiday season. Uh, you Again, we haven't experienced inflation during the holidays for about 20 or 30 years. So um, this is brand new for everybody as they try to navigate it. Wow, it's incredible. Uh, you've taught me a lot tonight about inflation, and now I want to talk to you about the Christmas creep. What is that? Is that what we're talking about just a moment ago? Uh, well, no, I... You know, to me, the Christmas creep is that the holiday season always goes earlier and earlier. And I <laughs> so think this, this year, that's especially, especially true. Combine the delivery delays, which gets everybody to need to order faster just to get it to people's houses, and then add the fact that there's inflation. It could cause people to spend less, but it could also cause them to buy earlier. Because prices, if they go up by 5%, they'll be 5% higher next month and 5% higher the month after. So um, so to me, that's what the, what the Christmas creep was, was the holidays. And, and what I always find amazing is it first was before Thanksgiving, and then it was before Halloween. Mm-hmm. Then it seemed to be before, uh, before the, the School 4th of July. Started. Yeah. Know, mm-hmm. just, just keep going. Exactly. So who benefits from inflation? That's an interesting question, uh, because really, as you pointed out, the, the costs of inflation are where we tend to focus, because it can do a lot of harm. The people who will win in inflation are people who have, there are kind of two groups. One are people who have loans at a fixed interest rate. So I had a friend whose brother bought a house in a country that had hyperinflation, where the inflation rates were really high. And within five years of buying the house on a fixed-rate mortgage, the bank sent him a statement saying, please stop paying the payments. They cost us more to process than the money is worth. And so he and anyone who had a fixed-rate investment, they tend to win. The other people who win are the ones who are more financially literate and financially sophisticated. Because as you've been pointing out, they go, they go to their employers and they sign better contracts. They figure out how prices have to adjust and they're able to defend themselves and their budgets better than other people. So to me, that's why inflation literacy is so critical is if we can get that level up and up across the, you know, across our society in ways that help people navigate it, it will help them get through inflation. And again, if your wages adjust with the inflation rate, you can live in inflationary times really uh, quite quite reasonably. So the big problem is when inflation happens and you're not aware or inflation happens and you don't know how to react. In those periods, that's where there's the greatest damage. And to your point, other people might win um, in those settings. But once everybody figures it out, unless it gets really high and, and really hard for us to calculate, it's something something that's pretty manageable or has been across a lot of countries across a lot of periods of time. Weren't the 1980s um, pretty hard when it came to inflation? See, that was our last period, and that's the problem. That was about 14% at its highest rate. Um, You know, I'm old enough that I was an actuary back then, you know, being in a company (laughs) trying to figure out how to, you know, how did they handle these cost increases like that? And then it settled down, and for 40 years, 
none of us have had to deal with this. So my fear is that all of us, for good reason, don't know anything about inflation. And yet, inflation is here, and it's likely to stay. So that we've got to make sure everybody understands what it is, how to react to it, and how to protect themselves to be, to be able to navigate it successfully. Even the mortgage crisis of, of uh, 2008 and 2009, that wasn't a time of inflation either? It wasn't. So what happened was we've had, we've had recessions, and we've had the economy go up and down. The government's been very focused on managing inflation and been able to keep it low. So this is, this is very unique times for us over the last 40 years. And again, for all of us, for the few of us like me who are old enough to remember it, mm-hmm. I, you know, it was a long time ago. And then for most of us, we've never experienced it. Yeah, I bought my first house in 1980, and I tell you, it was 16%. 16% for that house. Unbelievable. Oh, you experienced it? You experienced Absolutely, it sir. Absolutely. It has been such a pleasure um, having you on, Mark. I hope you'll join us again to talk more about this in the future, because this is something we need. Every American should be uh, educated on inflation at an earlier age. You know, at least by fifth grade, sixth grade, they ought to be talking about it. And I don't ever remember hearing about inflation when I was in high school, so there you go. There's a lot to be done. Thank you so much, sir, for joining us tonight. My pleasure. Thank you for talking about this and and helping educate us all. And that is my pleasure. Thank you, sir. All right. That is Mark Bergen, the James D. Watkins Chair in Marketing at the Carlson School of Management. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 